Hello, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski. Welcome to Mind Your Business. Mind Your Business is all about building your personal capacity. Personal capacity is what is needed for you to grow in your career, make great decisions, and become a person of influence. So sit back and enjoy this content as I share with you insights and stories, examples, and personal challenges designed to do one thing, build your capacity to change your world. Hi, everyone. It's Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. Today, I'm really excited to talk about the concept of internships, whether you should take one that's paid or unpaid. This is a great question that one of our listeners sent in. They typed in an, into an email to me and asked, would you please talk about this and give me some advice? For years, I've been talking about this, and I have a personal opinion about the matter. My personal opinion is always take the unpaid if you can. But if you take the unpaid, you've got to set the rules. But before I go into that, before I tell you more detail about unpaid versus paid and what time you would want to pick one over the other and when are the exceptions, I want you to help me set the stage. There are two very important principles we have to learn and we have to know before we get started talking about paid versus unpaid. The first principle is this, and this is Really an important principle in all sorts of business, especially in internships. And it goes like this. People do not value what they get for free. Think about it for a minute. What kind of things do people get for free that they don't value? Well, let's say that if you're in business and you show up and you give somebody a pen or you give them something, a a booster for their cell phone, people don't, they don't value that junk. They don't value a coffee cup that they got for free with your logo on it because people just don't value things they get for free. They value what they paid for. And the other principle we're going to talk about is the greater the amount they pay for an item the more value they apply to that item. It's called the discount rack principle. So if we're going to really set the stage, we're going to talk about two things. People don't value what they get for free. And number two, the discount rack principle. Let's talk about the discount rack for a minute. You know, when I was a young man, I didn't have a ton of money, and I, I, I really enjoyed clothing. I wanted to look good. And so there was this store in my in my local town, and it had tons of racks of discounted clothing. And the discounted clothing was, it was name brand stuff, but it was always that funky, weird name brand stuff. And so I would go into that store with a very limited amount of money in my pocket and I would go to my size and I would flip through one after another, after I'd pull something out. So I'd say, oh, this is really cool. And oh no, it maybe it's a little weird. I'd put it back. And every once in a while I'd find two or three really low cost items at the super discount store and I'd get all excited and I'd take them home. My college roommate was much smarter about his clothing choices than I was. Instead of buying three or four crappy discounted stuff, he would buy one 
really nice shirt, one really nice pair of jeans, or one really nice pair of shoes. So if you looked at his closet, he'd have 15 really nice items, and I'd have 45 items that look like shit. You know, the reality is, when you have a big date, and you go to the closet, you look through all that crap that you bought at a discount price, and you say, I don't want any of that crap, I'm not going to wear that. You pull that item you paid full price. Why? Because the vast majority of us apply more value to things that we paid a lot for. And we discount things we got for free or didn't pay much for at all. The same principle applies when we have employees. Those people that we pay a lot for, we promote quickly. We have them at the more important meetings. We... uh, move them up the chain. We have them go and study at the best schools. The people that we pay a lot for, we attribute more value to them. So we have to understand that principle just like a Rolex watch. It's it's the principle of the Rolex watch. My Rolex watch doesn't keep time any better than my watch that I go swimming or hiking or use when I'm cycling, you know, my Ironman. I've got a Timex Ironman that costs 34 bucks, and that thing keeps exceptional time. It has a timer. It can be, has alarm. It has all these features for $34. Now, my Rolex doesn't have a timer, doesn't have alarm, doesn't keep very good time, has to be serviced. The service, the service fee alone, I could buy seven or eight Timex Ironmans with just the service fee. But do I apply more value to what I paid for? Let's consider that as we think about internships, whether they're paid or unpaid. So let's talk a moment about, I've long, even though I told you about people don't value what they get for free and the discount rack, I've also long liked the concept of a free internship, and here's why. A free internship forces a reasonable manager to give you a good experience. Now, I use the word reasonable. A free internship forces a reasonable manager to give you a good experience. So if you come to me and you say, I want to work for you, and I know you don't have a job, but I'm going to work for free, immediately I think, well, crap. I'm going to have to drag them along to meetings, bring them on a trip to a nearby city, take them to a conference, mentor them, spend time drinking coffee with them, or having a cold beer at the end of the day. I'm going to have to mentor them because I've got to have a reasonable exchange. They're giving their time and effort. I've got to give something back that they want. And what they want is a good experience. And that means I can't just sit them in the corner and say, here's a really horrible task do this awful task. But remember, I keep using the word reasonable. The key word is reasonable. What if the person that you exchange a free internship is not a reasonable person? What if that reasonable, you know what we call those reasonable, unreasonable people? Assholes. Assholes are people that take advantage of you and treat you terribly, even though you're giving them an internship for free. You should not work for one of those people. You, If you are giving away your time for free and you're not getting a good experience, you are not working for a reasonable person. And you can't make a person become reasonable. They're either a good person or they're not. So you want to move on, but be careful. 
Never treat a bad person badly. Treat a bad person with the respect that you wish they had treated you with. So if you've got a bad boss at a bad internship and you're getting paid little or nothing and you need to walk away, don't be a jerk. Walk away with gentle, calm, cool words. Never burn your bridges. Be the bigger person. So let's move on. So what if you get a paid internship? All right. What are you getting here? Now you're getting money. But think about this now. I'm now paying you money. I might assign you to a task. And maybe that task is a real low end, a task no one else wants, a task that's uh, not significant, that's not meaningful. It's a menial task. That's fair because I'm paying you. So be aware that you might not get anything fun or exciting. It it might really suck. It might be boring. It might be meaningful, meaning menial or task work, but it will be good on your resume. And as you get promoted, you get more and more money. <clears throat> Let's look at the concept of a baseball coach. I went to college and I really wanted to play baseball at this really great school. In fact, at the time where I was a freshman, the baseball program of my college was in the top five in the United States among all Division I baseball programs. They had three preseason All-Americans, and 13 of my friends during that time went and played in the major leagues. And our coach was an amazing recruiter, and he recruited the majority of his best athletes out of schools in California and Texas. So what was the probability that he would play a walk-on like me instead of a full scholar athlete out of Texas or California, almost nothing. You couldn't be just as good as a fully paid athlete and get to play. You had to be significantly better. See, one of the issues in, in considering an internship is not just that people don't value what they get for free and that there's a discount rack is it's the baseball coach mentality is who I paid top dollar for, I'm going to start them. That's the baseball or football coach analogy that you've got to consider. So therefore, if someone's paying you, they're going to perceive you as more valuable. If you can work yourself up the chain, that's the best deal. Because people perceive you to have more value when it costs them something. Therefore, Listen to me. Listen to me now. If that's true, and it is, you're going to want to push for more money. Don't tuck your tail, drop your chin and go, oh, $10 is good enough. Oh, well, that will be fine. Don't do it. You just placed yourself not on the discount rack, but on the low end of the coach's pole. You just went from a blue chip all American prospect to just another recruit. You've got to argue for more money at an internship. And even if you don't get it right away, say to them, okay, I'm willing to accept the $10, but I really believe I'm worth $12.50. Here's what I'd like to say. I would like you to promise me that in three months from today, we will sit down and review my performance. And if I'm doing as good a job as I expect to, and you're pleased, you'll move me to 1250 or 13. That's 
how you become a blue chip prospect at an internship. Now, I've got a daughter-in-law and she is fabulous. I mean, she's an amazing human being, maybe one of the smartest and most talented people I've ever been around in my life. But her career path means that there are so few jobs available that you're going to have to take whatever you can get. Because if you don't take it, there are 100 other people standing in line to get that internship or that job. And that means you might have to start for free. You have to understand that everything I just said might be put in the corner and might you might have to t- tuck it in a drawer and put it away for later if what you're wanting to do is so rare that the jobs are so rare and so infrequent that if you don't take it, someone else quickly will. So looking at my daughter-in-law, she took a free or unpaid internship and after a few months moved right into a paid program. Now that paid position wasn't full-time, but the next logical step was pay. Think about that, how that looks on an internship resume. I, I took an internship, I got promoted to a part-time role that paid. It looks perfect. It tells a future employer that what you contributed or what you provided was worthy of them starting to pay you so they wouldn't leave you. The key to this whole thing, friends, is communication. You've got to negotiate and communicate. You have to tell somebody, I will do this for free, but I want this. And you need to list it. You need to say, I want you to spend 30 minutes a week with me, mentoring me. I want you to give me books that I will read, and then we discuss them. I want you to take me every month to at least one meeting where I get to watch you in action. Those are the kinds of things that you want. That's the internship you want. You don't want a freaking internship where you sit and move paper from one pile to another. That's not what you're looking for. And if you're going to get the good internships, you have to have the courage to ask for it. I'm going to tell you two things I want you to ask for. I want you to ask for a meaningful experience, and I want you to ask for more money. But I want you to be smart about it. Make sure you leave room for the other person to negotiate. Don't make it an all or nothing, what they call a zero-sum game, where you get zero and I get the sum of the rest. Make it where they can push back. So you say, I'll do this for free or I'll do it at a discount, but I want these three things and I want you to consider a pay increase at either 12 or $13 an hour. Now you just gave them an out. You gave them enough time to say, okay, and they can come back later and say, I can't give you 13, but I'll give you 12. You've got to give them some room for negotiation. Okay, I'm a I'm a well-trained negotiator, and there's some people that believe in hardcore zero-sum negotiation. I don't believe in that. I think you always give somebody a little room, especially when they have power in the situation and you don't. These people have the job, and there might be five other candidates that they that they're considering giving it to if you say no. So don't throw away the opportunity over fifty cents an hour. That doesn't matter, but Push to be the blue chip star athletes, athlete who is valued by the coach. I've been doing this 30 years. I've been hiring internships for a long time. Jonathan started as an intern, runs one of our companies. Jordan started as an intern, now runs marketing. 
Eduardo started as an intern, now is in charge of IT. We love interns and we pay them. And the reason we pay them is because we want to give them crappy jobs and see how they do. What they should have been able to do is listen to this type of podcast and say, I'll take the crappy job. But at three months from now, I want to sit down and review how I did. I want you to mentor me and I want a pay increase if I've done a great job. I promise you that if you sit in front of the boss and you negotiate like a peer, a peer-to-peer negotiation, it's going to change the way they think about you. But you can screw it up by just simply not doing a good job at work. So all of this goes away if you jack around in the office. One little bonus I'm going to give you. Just a little bonus. If you want to lead the whole company, if you want to be the shooting star that flies up, 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 if you want to be the fastest person promoted up the chain, take your damned cell phone and put it in it on silent and put it in the drawer. You want to know the fastest way for me not to promote you is every time I look at you, you're on that damn cell phone. You're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and you're talking to your friends. That is not what I pay for. Do not take that cell phone into a meeting. Leave it on silent, put it in your pocket, put it in your briefcase or leave it in a drawer. That is the fastest way for you to skyrocket to the top. This is Mark Lewandowski. I am kicking some butt and I hope you are too. I know that the fact that you're listening to this makes you a real rising star and I look forward to seeing you at the top of organizations. Before I wrap up, I want to say thank you to an entrepreneur out in Los Angeles, Justin Greathouse, who did our music for us. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate you so much. You're truly one of those great serial and perpetual entrepreneurs. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind Your Business. Please check me out on Facebook and Instagram and be sure to send me a message if there's something you need or want me to talk about. You know, the great motivational speaker Zig Ziglar once said, you can have anything in life you want as long as you help enough other people get what they want. What does that mean for you today? That means if there's something in this content that is exciting and really resonates with you, pass it along to your friends. Share it. Let them develop and become strong in their thinking, in their motivation, in their knowledge, just like you are. Together, knowledgeable, you and your friends will change the world.